Hi there, you're listening to the Vitality Podcast. My name is Nat Edwards and it's great to have your company as we explore how to age well. Today we are talking all things diet. Just why is protein so important and how do we supercharge our diets with it? Our special guest, dietitian Amanda Manns, fills us in on that. Plus, she explains why dietitians are not the food police we might perceive them to be. Amanda, thanks so much for joining us. You're a dietitian. Just talk to me a little bit about how you came into dietetics and I guess your background a little bit. So I've been a dietitian now since 2004. Um, I got into dietetics originally because my father was uh, a diabetic and didn't want to make any changes and was really not looking after himself. So I thought if I had all the knowledge, I could change him. But yeah, having the knowledge is only one part of it. You've got to kind of help patients with that change journey. And I think that change journey is what I love about dietetics now. Is it hard sometimes because people can be so set in their ways to actually make that change? I guess some people might be resistant towards it. Yeah, people do, particularly people referred to programs that haven't self um, referred, that have been referred by someone else, are more reluctant yeah. at first. Once you get the client thinking about things in a different way, and maybe a way that they haven't considered before, they're a lot more open to change. Obviously that change needs to be supported. How long have you been part of this Vitality Passport program now? So I've been part of the Vitality Passport since 2018. Most of what I do with the Vitality program at the moment is via telehealth. So I'm talking to the clients on the computer. Um, we do it also face to face when, when, you know, when we're in that town or when I'm in that town. What my role as a dietitian is, is really getting the clients, giving them the knowledge and the skills about how to keep themselves strong for as long as they can. So if we're fueling the body properly, it's going to stay stronger for longer. And it's really just about helping clients make those simple tweaks that they can sustain. What would like a normal sort of session or consultation sort of look like? Yeah, so the client usually comes in a bit reluctant, not really sure what to expect, maybe thinking that they're gonna to get told to make all these changes and that they're probably actually going pretty well with their diet. The clients in the Vitality group are usually 65 to maybe 90 years old, so they've been eating the same way for a very long time and really think they're doing okay. And once we actually start to talk about how things work and some simple tweaks that they could make, they can see that. So they, they have that initial, we talk about some of those tweaks, they go away and they maybe have tried them, maybe a bit reluctantly, maybe quite excitedly, um, but once they see that what benefits that they've got from making those changes, they're more excited about continuing and can see those benefits for themselves. 
I think a lot of people, when they think about, oh, I've got to go see a dietitian, they immediately think about, oh gosh, um, they're going to make me cut out like chocolate or like lots of sugar and, and sweets and, and maybe those little things that we love to indulge in occasionally. How important is it though just to have a really healthy overall diet and you are allowed to have those little treats every now and then, it's more about balance. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people think that dietitians are the food police and that they're going to get into trouble and maybe are a bit, um, you know, they'll, they'll often come to sessions and say, well, I've been a bit naughty, and they focus on those little things rather than the everyday stuff. So we've got lots of evidence to say that we should be eating more fruit and veggies and we should be, you know, getting our protein in, particularly as we're older. The program's definitely not about being the food police and we don't, I don't tell anyone to stop doing those things. Food is social, it's emotional, all of that kind of stuff. So that's got to be considered. And, and a lot of the, the senior groups, you know, if we've got seniors lunches and all that kind of stuff. It's not about changing any of that. It's about doing things in a way that we can kind of just promote a little bit more of this stuff that's really going to buy, provide some benefit. And naturally when we do this, some of that other stuff drops off and they, they stop doing some of those things that they think is a bit naughty themselves or reduce them. Who is the Vitality Pass program for? Is it for anyone? I mean, there'll be people sitting here listening to this thinking, oh, that's not really for me. I'm not sure. Yeah. Who, who is it for? Yeah, so basically anyone over 65 is eligible for the, the program. People don't think it's for them, the Vitality program. and. If I can give some examples, my own father and my own father-in-law have both attended different vitality groups um, and I signed them up. They weren't sure about it. They were 65 plus men, farmers, and, and going to these groups that were mainly women by themselves. Quite intimidating, not sure if it was for them. Two or three weeks in, and they were both looking forward to every single session. And a comment from my father-in-law once he completed his program, he doesn't, he's not one for many compliments or giving much away. And he said the program was much better than he thought it was. So I thought that was a very good testimonial from him. That is amazing. Just talk me through what a typical client journey would look like. Yeah, so the clients usually come in on their, for their initial session and they are thinking that they're going to be told what to do and they come in with that my diet is is pretty good i'm not sure how this is going to help i'm not really sure if this is for me once we've talked about how things work they really settle in so from a dietetics perspective we're talking about we're going through their diet what they're eating in a usual day what what things they might be like that stir them up anything stopping them from eating their poor appetite or, or any mouth problems or swallowing problems or bowel issues and uh, any medical conditions, any chronic conditions or any acute conditions that we might have. We talk about the role of protein and how that's involved in keeping our muscles strong as we get older and how that process works and then we look at how much, you know, what they can do to, to up their protein intake to keep their muscles strong. So that's usually an initial session. 
the review sessions, we've got two review sessions in the Vitality Program. The first one's really, from the dietetics point of view, is really about seeing how they went. Did they implement any of that stuff? If they did, how, how did it make them feel? How's their energy? What's changed for them? What are the benefits that they've noticed? And once they hook onto those benefits, they kind of get really excited about the program. If they haven't quite made some change yet, what, what stopped them? How, how do we kind of help them move forward a little bit more? And then the final session is really about, it's just checking in. And it's really, it's one of my favourites because we get to hear all the wonderful things that the clients got out of the program. So usually that by that stage, unless they're a really complicated client, it's just a quick check-in and maybe a little tweak, but it's, it's really about them kind of <laughs> unloading all the wonderful things that the program's done for them. It must be really rewarding for you as well to see that progress from start to finish and, and to see the final outcome. Yeah, it is really rewarding to see the start to the finish because I think most clients think that by the time they get to their later years, that's where their nutrition's gonna stay. That's where their body composition's gonna stay. They haven't had much success making change or they're where they're at. And when they see those extra benefits that they didn't even realise that they could get, it is quite, quite rewarding. How do you actually measure, I guess, the progress of, of the clients that come into this program from a dietetics um, specific yeah. perspective? So we measure the client's progress. When the program started, we used a clinical tool called the PGSGA. We have moved away from that over the years because it's, it, it really takes away from the client relationships, ticking boxes and, and calculating things. And really we can see just from client that subjective data, their energy levels going up. I often get the client to rate just verbally out of, you know, out of 10. What do you think your energy was at the start of the program? and what do you think of it at the end? Usually, like I've seen clients go from a two to an eight to a, you know, and often they're like a six to a nine. They're always, you know, they're always feeling more energetic. Often their bowel health is improved out of sight. They're just feeling better. They say they feel better within themselves and they're able to do more. You mentioned protein a few times. Just for some background, why is protein so important in the diet? Yeah, so imagine a, a brick wall and each brick is a muscle fibre. And each of those fibres burn off and replace themselves over time. So we've got a brick wall with these little holes in it and, and the holes are moving around all the time. So we, we do some movement or some activity, we burn off a brick, then we eat some protein and that breaks down into amino acids and the amino acids fill that brick back up again. But as we get older and older, it takes more amino acids to fill that brick up again. So we've got to eat more and more protein to fill that same brick up. This is really important because by the time we get to 65, we're using about three times as much protein to fill that same brick up. So if we're not filling that up, that brick's not going to replace itself. And slowly we'll get more and more gaps in this muscle. And imagine your brick wall is slowly gonna to start to break down. And that's when people get frail and they lose their muscle mass. But evidence now shows that if we get enough protein in, we can replace that brick just as well. We just need more protein to do it. So we can build muscle like we did in our 20s and 30s at 80 or 90 if we get enough protein in. 
So we can, you know, getting these clients really excited that they can build muscle. And I've seen 80 and 90 year olds build that muscle mass. And when they start to build it within their body, they're actually, that's one of the other benefits they notice is that they've been going to the gym for ages. All of a sudden, they've got more endurance. That's like the best example of what proteins are I've ever heard. I love the brick wall example. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Just give us some common examples of what you can eat to actually build up your protein and make sure you're getting enough. So to build up your protein and make sure you're getting enough, things like our, our meat and animal products. If it comes from, from an animal, it's got some protein in it. Then if you think, well, what do vegetarians eat if they don't eat the meat? then you've got your nuts, your seeds, your legumes, your lentils, all of that kind of stuff. So that's our basic proteins. There are proteins in grains and cereals, but not as much. Are supplements helpful at all in this case? Certainly in the, the over 65s, because we need so much and as we keep getting older, we need more and more. So if people are living into their 80s, 90s, it's, it's probably likely that they'll need supplementation to get enough because it's likely that they'll have another coexisting chronic health condition. It may be limiting their ability to get enough in. They might just feel like they don't need as much food anymore because they don't do as much. That's quite common. A lot of participants have underlying gut issues that they've lived with for years and just kind of don't like eating large volumes of food as well. So supplementation does kind of bridge that gap. Are there some groups of people over the age of 65 that don't need as much protein? There's um, people with chronic kidney disease shouldn't just up their protein without medical support. Um, so if they've got the chronic kidney disease, particularly in the later stages, they might actually be on a protein restriction. Um, chronic kidney disease in stage one or two, we probably shouldn't be going over about 800.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. But that's, to be honest, a lot of our participants, when they're first coming up, probably not even there yet. So we can still maybe slightly increase some of their, their protein intakes if they're already skipping meals or, or not eating much. So it's really that individual. If you've got chronic kidney disease, seek further advice before you start playing with your own protein, really. And lastly, um, before I let you go, just wanted to ask if you could speak to someone or you had a message for someone who's thinking about joining the Vitality Passport program but isn't quite sure if it's for them, what would your advice be? If you are thinking about joining the Vitality Passport and you're not sure, come and give it a go. You've got absolutely nothing to lose and really lots of things to gain not only from the nutrition side of it, building, um, you know, supporting your body to have everything that it needs to be stronger for longer, but also that social side of things. It's really nice to get out and meet new people. If for nothing else, come and meet some new people. Amanda, thanks so much for joining us. No worries, thank you.